Rock. 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 It's time. Rock. To jam, y'all. Rock. Freaks. Get up against the wall. Rock. And last rock. All right, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is August 8th, 2022, Monday. Hope everyone's doing good out there and having yourself a good uh, start to the new week. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Cover a lot of different uh, topics here before we get rocking with some music. Uh, first off, we've got the the latest uh, article that's come out, actually, uh, call it a review or an opinion on Motley Crue's stadium tour, uh, their recent performances in uh, Boston at Fenway Park. They performed here uh, back-to-back nights on the 5th and the 6th. So just a few nights ago, they were, uh, they had just started the second leg. Uh, you know, they've had a devastating, just really just uh, shocking first leg that started off with Tommy Lee saying he's got broken ribs and then he doesn't have broken ribs. He's playing the shows full again because there's so much publicity on this thing and fans are starting to, uh, you know, starting to get upset. They've spent a lot of money on these shows. And so he starts drumming and now he's caught fake drumming. (laughs) So Tommy Lee, you know, he gets caught fake drumming and supposedly there's so much tension and uh, infighting going on and attacks being made against each other because of what's happening that it's just turned into a a, a total train wreck. Now, the latest article I put up is a uh, a guy who's a uh, critic for a channel on YouTube called the Music Observer, and he's uh, he's basically given his opinion on you know watched the uh, footage whatnot of the concerts. I, I really honestly have only maybe watched like five minutes of this train wreck back when the the first show kicked off, and maybe a little bit more after that. But I haven't been keeping up with it. Uh, his uh, his his headline on his article, which I used, and you'll find it at themetalden.com is Motley Crue strikes out at Fenway Park. So it tells you he's he's pretty brutal, just like the other reviews that have come out about uh, just, again, like I said, just the fact that this is just a train wreck, man. It's just one thing after the next of just, you've never seen something this <laughs> devastating happen to a band. And so I, I just, they're in a nosedive right now, ladies and gentlemen. Motley Crue's in some serious bad shape and you can't put all the blame necessarily on Vince Neil. Uh it's 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 definitely taken a whole team effort to make this train totally derail the way it is because look Motley Crue is one of the biggest metal bands in history. They uh they they, they could have easily pulled this thing off I think with just a little bit more effort. And you know, look, with the Tommy Lee getting caught playing, not playing the drums while the drums are playing, I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that, ladies and gentlemen. And he was sitting right next to the kit. He just wasn't behind the drums when it happened. And so it, it just it just can't get any worse, but something tells me it's going to. Uh, we've got Demon Hunter has debuted a new single. Um, their upcoming album, Exile, will be due out September 9th via the band's own label, Weapons MFG. Dying Fetus has announced some headlining shows with Knocked Loose, Terror, and Omerta. Slipknot has a new song premiere for the single Yen. Check that out. There's an old report up from uh, several years back 
Chester Bennington, Full Alien Disclosure and Murder, that I authored back on August 6th of 2020. It's actually a couple years back when I did that, so you can check that out again. At the Gates has debuted a new animated music video. So all sorts of different news you'll find at themetalden.com. Make sure and check out uh, all the news uh, and reports you'll find as well at randyrocketcody.com. Now before I get going uh, more and talking about what we're going to uh, have going on in the podcast, I, I do want to send out uh, well wishes to my friend Nora Finch, uh, who is still ill with COVID-19, and I hope that she recovers and, and feels uh, you know well real soon, and just wanted to let her know I'm thinking about her, and uh, we, we had just conducted, uh, she had asked me to interview on her site, uh, rockyourlifewithnorafinch.com. And we did the interview a little while back, a little over, I think, a week ago or whatnot. And uh, she was fantastic. We had a really great uh, discussion. I'm looking forward to y'all hearing that. So as soon as that happens and, and, and she's feeling better and she gets that uh, posted for everybody to check out, you're all going to be really, I think, really impressed with what we've done. So definitely check out uh, Nora's website, rockyourlifewithnorafinch.com. All right. Well, I do. I'm going to have a snippet here in the show uh, coming up that uh, is from my latest interview that I did on FM Rock Radio Station WQEE 99.1 with host Ryan O'Neill. I was on the show back on the third of this month, um, and we discussed my latest report on the Black Dahlia. So that's a really cool one to check out. Find that randyrocketcody.com. Title of that report is uh, My Name is Man Ray, the Black Dahlia Killer. It's uh, really heavy stuff. It's only going to get heavier. The other parts are going to be coming, parts two and three later this month. So definitely check back for that. Thanks to everybody who's been subscribing to my websites. You know, that's uh, just such an honor for people who are signing up and showing their uh, devotion and, and loyalty to the, uh, to the sites. And I really, I'm really thankful for that. Uh, right now, it's $9.99 monthly for the unlimited access. And I tell you what, it's just, it's going to be a big month here in August. So definitely make sure you get over there and subscribe, okay? All right. Well, before we get rocking with some music, I just want to say uh, thank you out to all the people who have been supporting my work. Really appreciate it. You know, I, I always see everybody that sh shares my work, uh, whether it be on Twitter, Facebook, I, I, I see y'all doing that, and I really appreciate it. That really helps get the word out and get more eyeballs looking at my work. And so, you know, I, I, I can always use that. I don't pay for advertising. I'm, I'm not connected to any big corporate entity. So, you know, being an independent uh, news source as I am, you know, any any help that I can get from, from the people out there that are sharing my work, it's just, it's it's an amazing thing. And I really thank you. All right, well, uh, we got a lot of uh, killer music to jam here, and uh, you're going to hear some interesting stuff that uh, Ryan O'Neill and I talk about concerning the Black Dahlia murder. So let's get rocking with some music. Yeah. 
It's the final period of play right here. We've got coming up. It's a weird Wednesday. He's going to be joining us in just a few moments. It's Randy Rocket Cody. And we're going to be talking some music news and murder. Maybe both in one. We'll talk all about that coming up for you this hour, so stay with us. But first, Triple H. It's Rhino Radio Penitentiary, ladies and gentlemen, and you, I am Ryan O'Neill, of course. That's right, 30,000 plus of you worldwide on the Shoutcast, shout out loud across the Fridge Radio Network, Earth Rock Radio in New Mexico and the Navajo Nation, and our four radio network affiliates in East Alabama, West Georgia, part of the JC Sports Network, including right here at the home of the Walking Dead. <laughs> 99.1 FM WQEE. Welcome into the Buffalo Rock Pepsi Studios in the Metro Atlanta area of Noonan. We welcome you right here on another weird Wednesday edition. Good morning to our brand new listeners listening around the world, around the country, and around the state and around this area. Also, our expert listeners, you guys and gals know what to expect. And to my haters out there, I've got one thing to say to you. Just one thing to say to you. Triple H. Tell them what I have to say. That's right. Whether they like it or not, I am the man around here. Welcome into this final hour of the Rhino Radio Penitentiary on uh, 99.1 FM WQE and all of our other affiliates. We welcome into our little penitentiary this morning. We're locking him in with us this morning for the next hour, 45 minutes. Uh, we have the most dangerous journalist in the business, Randy Rocket Cody. Good morning, Randy. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, brother. How you doing? I am doing great for this Wednesday morning. It's a weird Wednesday, and we are getting ready to talk about Elizabeth Short here in just a few moments. Uh, she's been in the mainstream for movies that's coming out on her. For uh, being part of the American Horror Story, uh, it's, 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 it's our own version of American Horror Story uh, with a ghost and goblins mixed in with uh, real, real-life murder. And we're going to talk about that in a few moments. But first, we got to get into this. It could be a real-life murder on stage between two of the most famous rock, rock stars out there, Motley Crue. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Vince Neil and Tommy Lee. I mean, there's a love fest going on between them, right? Yeah. This is uh, anybody who's been watching this uh, train wreck disaster stadium tour that they, they their come their big comeback. Um, they are uh, currently on break. They're getting ready to uh, kick off the second leg of the of the tour here on August fifth and sixth in Boston at Fenway Park, which is just massive shows. So. Um, they they have floundered to say the least and limped into this moment. Uh, these these first handful of whatever it was, fifteen dates or whatever they've done the first leg, um, were a disaster. Uh, right now there's a there's a story. Anybody's been following it knows that Tommy Lee had sat had to sit out pretty much most of the concerts, the first half a dozen concerts, because of a purported rib injury that he suffered before. The tour kicked off, and um, there's different stories running around about what happened. Uh, his his wife came out and said he fell down some stairs trying to carry some luggage and whatnot. Uh, there was a report that came out um, through TMD that uh, there was a fight, some kind of an altercation between Tommy Lee and uh, Vince Neil over some derogatory uh, words uh, being used, like fat shaming against uh, Vince Neil for not being in, in tip-top shape for the shows. Uh, Vince Neil... Being one of the one of the derogatory uh, terms being used, uh, this this is it, it's completely starting to show itself on the stage now. It's coming apart. I mean, we just had. I just posted a story um, as I told you before we came on the air. I, I posted a story. I, I I was on YouTube and I was just surfing around trying to see some of the recent footage from the, the crew concerts, and I found a clip with Tommy Lee uh, on the drums. Right before the "Looks uh, Kill" song starts, and he's he's not on the kit. He's not on his sitting on his seat behind the kit. He's next to the drums, adjusting something with with the drum tech to to the kit. And that's when 
uh, you hear a backing track and cymbals start to start to count into the song and, and the song start to, per, to perform and he's not even sitting behind the drum kit. So, yeah, this, this, I took that and I put the story up on my site. Nothing happened immediately. I'd say after the first, it was about five or six days, nothing was really happening. I think one or two sites picked it up. But then on the 28th of last month, right here at the end of last month, it just exploded. It's everywhere. Um, Metal Hammer in, in you know, England, uh, Planet Rock Radio, 100, 100 plus stations in America, all the iHeart. Everybody's ran this thing. So it's lit, tens of millions of people are being exposed to this story. I mean, they could play 10 stadium tours in North America in a row, and they still won't catch the amount of people that this story has hit. So it's well, you know, very bad. You know, maybe Tommy wouldn't play it. Maybe the ghost of Tommy Lee's playing. Maybe he's already dead. You know, why Tommy and his, you know, uh, you know, his, uh, why they're trying to set up. Well, he's he's obviously there's something there's a sabotage going on here. Like I yeah, told you, you're you're a drummer. You do not ever, yeah. ever, 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 in a live concert situation, allow drum track to come nope. through the PA system. All he had to do is have in-ear nope. monitors. The in-ear monitors that you wear in your ears allows you to yeah. isolate the drums. Exactly. Okay, so there, there, this was completely done on purpose. I'm absolutely 1,000% correct that this is a, a complete sabotage being done to, to his own band. Okay, so now who knows where this is going to go. I mean, they, they might have to replace Tommy Lee for real. They might actually have to have someone come in and replace him so they can, they can get this under control. Because if it gets any worse, I, I just don't see how they, can, uh, how they can be taken seriously and how, you know, the fans are just are, are losing it. You know, these people are paying tons of money, you know, in some instances, thousands of dollars a ticket and have waited two, three years to see this thing. And they get there and, and Tommy Lee's completely... You know, he's just, he's, uh, he's sand, he's, he's, he's literally, he's trying to, to throw this thing in, into the, uh, into the deep end and watch it sink. Yeah. And you know, he came, and what people don't know is, uh, most of these musicians, we have to put this out here that you're professional. They use these drum tracks for drummers and backing tracks for drummers to keep them, their timing correct during these particular songs and everything. Um, all but all but Lars, of course, Lars plays the song whenever he wants to play. I guess he don't use backing tracks, but most of them do. So I'm watching. I've seen the video. It's from Kansas City, and and the symbol of the it's actually the count off on the high guy starts counting off one, two, three, four before he even gets up there. He he jumps up there. I mean, the song starts and then he tries to catch up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, what happened. I'm checking it out right now. So it is. And fans didn't really care. They were standing out there. Most of them were probably drunk or whatever. You know, they're Motley Crue fans. <laughs> well, well, exactly right. Well, it's hard to see from, from you know, out in the crowd and stuff what's going on exactly. I wouldn't have been able to catch it, I don't think, unless I had a, a camera guy pretty close up on the situation that was filming it for me to see, right. you know. But the person that everybody has to worry about who is affected by this and who is extremely pissed off, I understand, is Vince Neil. Yeah. Vince Neil is losing it right now because he was the guy, everything, all the attention was on him and he spent, yeah, it was, right? You're right. It, it was all on him to, for him to get his act together and for him to, for, to, to lose some weight and to be able to sing properly and uh, remember the words. And look, I mean, however you want to say it, um, it hasn't been exactly pretty. It's not the eighties anymore, but look, Vince Neil's gotten up there and he's done the job. He he's gotten he up there. I've listened to the show. He's, it's it's not stellar, but I'll tell you what. He's not he's not doing as bad as, as he did at the solo shows the last couple of years. I mean, he's not anywhere near as bad as that. And so he's getting up there and he's getting the job done. He's not able to really let his his vocals go as they used to. He's got to be very careful about them because they crack now. So he's very he cuts off. If you notice, he's cutting off. He's not letting the, those notes soar. Um, other than that, he's he's getting the job done. So all that hard work that he's done, right, 
We know the history, the bad history between the bad blood between Tommy Lee and, and, and Vince Neil. This has been going on leading up to this for, for a long time. And so for him to, to do what he just did to embarrass the band this way, um, I don't think there's, there's any, any more damage that can be done to this band. It's, it's literally a fatal blow as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it is. It is. I agree with you. Uh, the unprofessionalism of Tommy Lee during that time, knowing that he needs to be right there whenever it gets started. Uh, the people that are starting those tracks should have saw. They should have been uh, told, "Hey, Tommy's not ready yet." You know, da 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 da. Let's do this. And because fans don't know, most people don't know. People that are not really in music don't know what all it takes to put on one of these gigantic shows. And especially when you're having to do all this, this, all the tracking of the ears and why they wear these ear things, pieces and everything. And Vince, of course, knowing that he only can hit, hit certain notes the way they are. And he's been the focal point, like you said, this whole time. Like when he was here in Atlanta, the first show, it's like, is Vince going to really make it through here? And, and in all honesty, Vince has improved each and every show. He's, he's got, listen, he's gotten, he's gotten the job done. That's the main thing. Yeah. He looks good. I mean, as far as he's wearing, you know, he's wearing some interesting outfits. You know, before he looked like, you know, like a like like a maid or something that had just woken up. I mean, it was like, what do you do? Uh, his solo concerts, was like, it was a mess. It's like yeah, he, he was like wearing baggy clothing and stuff. And it's like, dude, this is not your, it's not your look, brother. You know, so he's he's really cleaned up. He's got you know, he's got some some cool clothes on during the concerts. And, uh, you know, he has lost some weight and. Listening to the vocal, the vocal performances, and I've analyzed them very closely. He's um, he's he's pretty much right on. He's just not able to, like I said, to really sing those notes out fully like he used to. But he's he's saying the words. He's he's saying the lyrics. You know, right. dead on the money. And uh, that you know, my hats off to him because that's all that I wanted to see. I wanted to see him put an honest effort forth, and he's done that. But the bottom line is between. Nikki Six and Tommy. Now, Nikki Six, the complaint from Nick, uh, from, for fans with the the bass sound out that shows is that it's turned up so loud that it's wash it, at times washing out Vince's vocals. Yeah. And it, they, I've it, heard that. Is too. that being done? Is that being done on purpose? So, is there some uh, is there some kind of uh, agenda going on in Motley Crue's camp that Vince Neil doesn't know about? Could be, you know, could be, and I mean, if Vince comes out of this stadium, sir, it's not going to be too good for Motley Crue, but if Tommy Lee sets back and they bring another drummer in, I think people will be all right because it's going to be the semi-sound of Motley Crue, but yeah, I agree with you, uh, there's a lot going on there in this camp, uh, there was a lot expected out of these guys, um, and really and truly, I saw pictures of them before they started this the stadium tours, and now they are starting to look like Motley Crue. Well, Motley Crue for sixty-year-old men. So, yeah. but uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just one of those things. You know, I, as a Motley Crue fan, want want to see them perform and do their thing. And then I want to also put this out here: a lot of people have complained about lyrics being up on screens that are set up for to have those lyrics pop up for him to remember, remember yeah. you know, during that the whole, you know, I, I'd rather he has that than him sitting there, you know, not, you know, mumbling words that are incoherent and we don't even know what the hell he's saying. So, yeah, yeah, and I agree with you mm -hmm. on that. It's just a lot of professionals use those screens. Mm -hmm. I mean, they go through songs every night. Yeah, they're going to remember stuff, but there's going to be times they forget things. But a lot of professionals have those big screens already up on stage form to look over there. I mean, I mean, I know it's Motley Crue, and we don't expect a, like a, 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 a bar band to sit in there with their with their uh, sheet music up there and reading it, but the thing about it is, all these bands do this stuff, uh, stuff with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee knew he should have been on point. He's the one that made that mistake with this, with this situation. He knew that, okay, when that music started, I've got 20 seconds to 30 seconds before we kick in the first song because we are we've already planned this out. So you're right about that with Tommy. I'm feeling Tommy did some sabotage. He knows how long before it's time for he, him to come in. Yeah, and you know he's sitting off. <clears throat> he's sitting off, you know, uh, to the side with his drum tech, and it's like uh, to me it just looks suspicious. 
it's like it, it looked like it was deliberate. And, you know, all I can say is that what I'm hearing coming out of the cruise camp from my sources is that Vince is literally losing it uh, with Tommy Lee. And, uh, sure. you know, so we're going to see what happens here. I mean, it's a it, we're going to have a chance to redeem themselves here in, in Boston. These are two big shows coming up back to back. Uh, it doesn't really get any bigger than that. And um, so they're going to have a lot of people watching, especially after this this incident. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because, as I said, that's what this has done. This has put much more eyes on the band now. Definitely so. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into Elizabeth Short, our topic of the month, with our friend Randy Rocket Cody from RandyRocketCody.com and the Metal Den Online as well. We'll be back right here in a moment, so don't you dare move away from that radio dial. All right, brother, we're going to break. All right, brother. Ah, gonna be fun. That's good. Yeah, this I just posted up the uh, the new report that I just put up um, on the Black Dahlia, and what I did was again I made it the first thousand to visit the site get to get to read it free today. But what I did was for today only between both my sites. I've set the uh, subscription price down to only $1.99. So those who don't get to read it for free, they can, for $1.99, they'll be able to, they'll be able to get unlimited uh, access to the site for a month. So that'll just be for today, but I'm doing cool. that, doing that for your listeners and, and it was my way of saying thank you. Yeah, it's brutal. And actually, I link in the article. It's funny. I guess everybody, uh, everyone's been really paying attention to me. I mean, uh, with the, with all this stuff, there's a big article that just came out um, about the Black Dahlia, and it's it's literally uh, co-authored by Steve Hodell, the guy who's the son of George Hodell, who they've been trying to push as, as the Black Dahlia. So yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so I link. This is a new article. Just came out the end of July. It's funny timing because I haven't heard anything from this guy, but he's quoted literally directly by the 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 girl that wrote the the piece. He's quoted throughout it, so he's a part of the article. And uh, yeah, no, I I, I I put stuff on on the Facebook during the time on the radio station Facebook and go back to my my radio uh, back to my Facebook for this show and put all the stuff on there uh-huh. but I put a lot of stuff on there about her uh-huh. and I found that story with him saying that and I put it on there too him Good. saying that yeah because I mean this yeah. article it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a diversion piece total diversion piece not only do they try to push they're talking about Hodel in it but they're they also talk about a person named Leslie Dillon being this I mean they just keep throwing out names new suspect names it's just like come on give me a break look the bottom line is that Hodel himself Steve Hodel and I linked this article too in, in, in my report. He wrote a report specifically, specifically detailing his father's best friend relationship with Man Ray. And Man Ray, between the two, was not was not interviewed or asked questions about Elizabeth Short's death. Only Hodel was. George Hodel was questioned. He was a doctor. I told you. Yeah, but they did. Yeah. And his information on there too. Yeah, they they they, they actually they called him in and it, they interviewed George Hodel about that about the murder. But his best friend Man Ray, he was allowed to flee yeah. to France. Oh, I love your coat. That's very pretty. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, this is like a warm kitty. It's sadly like my kitty that long died. Can I just rub my face on just a little? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's hard to leave love. But everything good passes. Thank you for allowing me to touch your coat. Oh, and we have video. There's a lion. Welcome. 
Welcome, friendly people, to Comet Pizza and Ping Pong. It's a wonderful day, the special day in January. It is the day of the birth of our Lord. <laughs> Sasha Lord. Sasha, you're here. And we've all come together to celebrate the birth of our Lord. It wasn't Christmas. Now it's today. If you are like me, you love Sasha. Or if you don't, you want perks from her. <laughs> Things like free pizza, or booze, or chapstick. Do you have chapstick? I've never asked. You've given me yoga shirts. And that's great. Stepping down from his powerful TV ministry while the Assembly of God Church investigates him for having an affair with a prostitute. Jimmy Swaggart's the top rated preacher on TV. 
He leads a multi-million dollar evangelical empire. Now he's confessed to a moral mistake and he's pulling away from the pulpit for a while. I have sinned against you, my Lord. And I would ask that your precious blood would wash and cleanse every stain until it is in the seas of God's forgetfulness. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless you.
and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody.
I started in Houston many years ago. 
Comedy Workshop and Dry Cleaners. Where you can now tell jokes and get a shirt pressed while you wait. Well, it was, it was. It was nothing to be proud of. You know, it was like, you know. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's past, okay? Yeah, yeah, he's a big star now, but he used to like blow guys for a fucking living, so. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Can I suck you, please? Take down your pants, I want to blow your balls off. Give it to me. Let me see what you got down there. I've done the gay terminator. That's right, I'm gay cyborg. Pull off your pants. Dance for me, little man. Make your weenie hard for me now. Do it now. I want to blow you away. Open your ass, open it. Oh my God, it's the gay cyborg. Oh, oh, oh! It's gay cyborg. Terminator's back. This time he's gay. Oh, shit! That's all right. Suck my cyborg cock. Suck it. Steel. It's made of steel. I come oil. I come oil. Oh, great. Great. I gotta blow a robot. Great. The gay cyborg. Okay, I did fuck up recently in show business. Let's get this out of the way, because I know you might be a little curious. I mean, I didn't think it was that big of a fucking deal. There's bigger news stories happening, you know. There's a guy in Milwaukee with heads in his icebox, but our top story is Sam Kennison missed the Joan Rivers show. This is like I'm the only guy that's fucked up in show business lately. There's a couple guys out there that have, I think have like outdone me a little bit. Like Rick fucking James, for starters, right? I missed the show. I missed the show. I didn't torture a woman with a fucking bass pipe. I'm not out on $500,000 bail, all right? I'm not Billy Preston who's going, eh, I didn't do that. I'm not Axel Rose who has a warrant out for his arrest in the state of Missouri for inciting a riot. $300,000 worth of damage, 60 people injured. I missed the show! These guys make me look like fucking Pat Sajak, all right? So I'm gonna thank them. I missed a show that has six fucking viewers, okay? I can write them all a letter and still, I can buy a box of stationery, write them a letter and still have like envelopes and shit, that's all. Dear star, sorry, dear fucking bedridden person. Come on, who watches the fucking Joan River show? People bedridden and housewives, yeah, that's my audience. That's my demographics, the bedridden. Oh, Sam Kirsten's on, all right. Yeah, who the fuck watches Joan Rivers? And I was in a show the other night, somebody yelled out, fuck Joan Rivers! And I was like going, well, I would. I know me, I know me! I'd like to say no. I'd like to say yeah, but no, I would, I'd do her. Come on, folks, you, you know, we've done, some of us have done worse, guys, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I was at her house, we were alone, we were drunk, some stoli, the pictures of Edgar were face down, and you know, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm doing, I'm doing. I would mean to, I'd probably feel bad about it later, but you know, I, 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 I had to do Penny Marshall once, okay, I had to fuck with her. Not proud of it, not proud of it! It was before I had management. I didn't know what I was doing with my career. I did snort an L off her tit, though. I remember that. I didn't... 